Episode of Shots Fired. This is Jack. Hope you're having a great day. It is Friday, 11 a.m. at the moment. Um, I have had a huge week, few weeks, few months, life. Um, but I've woke up at 7 a.m. this morning, which, if you've been here a while, you know I'm, a, I'm an early bird. So I'm usually up between 4 and 4:30. Um, but yesterday I was up at 3.30 to get to a job by sunrise at, at the Gold Coast. And then I had a full office day with Volando at the Gold Coast. And by the time I got back home, I was so dead that I pretty much just crashed straight away. And I slept for 11 hours, which never happens. So woke up at 7. Been having a pretty cruisy morning. I got the editing done from yesterday morning's shoot. That was just a test shoot with actually another photographer, um, which was really nice to get some creative juices flowing. And then just been editing this morning and then um, went to Agnes to get some fresh bread and a coffee. So it's been like a nice little wholesome Friday morning. I missed Jim by <laughs> like two hours, um, but that's okay. That's all right. Hopefully this rain is going to stop and I can go for a little run later but it's it's a nice day to record it feels like it's been absolutely pouring all night um so sitting in the we call it the boardroom it's literally just like the dining room slash lounge room sitting in the boardroom getting some work done like nice and casually on a creative project sipping a coffee having some fresh sourdough with peanut butter it just feels like a a delightful friday and exactly what i need um so today i'm going to go through my 2023 goals and kind of talk through what I did, what I didn't do, what things I hit, what was maybe too ambitious. Um, and then that will roll into my 2024 current goals. Excuse me for a second. <coughs> so before that, I'm going to do a few little updates. Um, if you've been playing along or if you've been on my Instagram, you know that there's been some car drama. There's been quite a lot of car drama and I'm just going to tell the story right from the beginning because there's been developments. Um, so I had a Hyundai Tucson. I bought it in 2021 for 23 grand. Second hand, was a great car, like served me well. Um, and then the engine just died randomly. Um They still don't know what happened and we took it to both like my mechanic and to like Hyundai itself Um, and they both said like like we can do an investigation to figure out what exactly happened but that's going to be expensive in itself and it honestly doesn't really matter why it just it's failed. Um, So we didn't spend any and by we I mean me I didn't spend any extra money worrying about like why it happened I just had to you know, figure out how to replace it. So I ended up spending 11 and a half grand or maybe more than that by the time I got it all towed around and everything, probably 12 and a half, 12, 12 and a half grand on just getting it, the engine replaced. Um, And in the meantime, obviously I needed another car to drive. So I borrowed one from dad. Uh, And this car, I promptly drove into a tree Um, so that was a fun little story 
And after that car died, I then bought another car for 20 grand. Um, so now I'm like quite a, quite a few Ks in the, in the hole, you know? Anyway, get the car replaced, um, replace the engine in the other one. And I've put it on car sales, put it on marketplace. I started around 19 grand. No one wants the thing. Keep bringing it down, 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 down. No one fucking wants this thing. Um, I've brought it down enough that now it is getting quite a few hits and I have someone who's like said they're 110% going to buy it tomorrow. So maybe next episode you'll hear me celebrating because I finally sold this goddamn thing. Um, but so they came and test drove it and because I've been trying to sell it for so long, I didn't realize how quickly Roadworthy's expired and because I haven't been driving the thing, I was like, okay, well, it's still fine. So... They come over, test drive it, blah, blah, blah. They go home. They love it. They're just waiting to sell their car. And they message me and they're like, can you just like shoot over a photo of the Roadworthy? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Um, but I go through all the documents in the car. It's not there. So I messaged dad and I'm like, because we got all of this done in Noosa. I was like, dad, is the Roadworthy at home somewhere? He finds it, sends a photo to me. I send the photo to them. And then we discover that the Roadworthy has expired. <laughs> Because it's a private sale and it's been longer than two months, which is like such a short amount of time. But I mean, I get it. I get it. Um, so I was like, whatever, I'll just pay for a guy to come out tomorrow. This was last week to just do a mobile roadworthy. I can still work at home. I don't need to like leave and get this done. Um, and then I'll shoot that over and we'll be all Gucci. Uh, so the guy comes and he's like, yep, shouldn't be long, half an hour. Um, I'll like let you know if I need anything. And then I get a text from him saying, can you come out? And I was like, oh, fuck. I feel like if he was just finished, he'd be like, hey, all done, you know. He's like, can, can you come out? So I come out and he's like, um, so it hasn't passed because there's the world's tiniest chip in the fucking world on the windscreen, like so small that I didn't even notice it. And I was like, okay. Okay, so what do I need to do now? He's like, okay, just go get it um, repaired and then you're going to need to come back to me. Like, you can come to me on Saturday. And I was like, well, they want to they wanna buy the car on Saturday morning. And he was like, well, I can see if I can fit you in any other time, but, like, first thing you need to do is get this chip repaired. So I immediately call up, make an appointment with O'Brien's. Luckily that they had an appointment right away. So I went in got that done by the time I've got this extra roadworthy and chip repair done I'm like another 250 bucks down um but I was like whatever it's worth it these people are gonna buy it it's fine let's just get on with it um so I come back and the roadworthy guy was nice enough to be like yep send me the um the receipt and a photo of the repair um and I'll just email you straight through the, the approved roadworthy so we did that then I sent it off to the people buying the car. They were happy with that. Um, And that was all good. Next morning, I get in my new car, the Mercedes, and I'm driving, this was yesterday, driving to the Gold Coast for this shoot. 5am, passing through Logan, and then a rock comes and chips my windshield and it's like much larger (laughs) than the last one. And because I've just fucking been to O'Brien's yesterday, I knew that if the chip was larger than like 25, they said five cents, but um, on the website, it says a dollar coin, which is um, 25 millimeters, then it can't be repaired and the windshield needs to be replaced. So I went out and looked at it and this thing is so much bigger than that. (laughs) 
So I'm like, okay, I need to get this in your bed. So I went on to my NRMA insurance and because I was trying to save a buck, I made my excess $1,000. So I call O'Brien's and they're like, I mean, you could go through your insurance, but your excess is 1000 and we're quoting $1,034. So I'm like, okay, cancel the claim. I'll just do this privately so I can keep my no claim bonus. Like, ugh, absolute chaos. So now I need to get that replaced Um, and this all came in at the same time when I had my annual credit card fee, I had my website renewal fees, I've switched my gallery platform over so I've changed all of that. Like so this has been a expensive week, expensive month because of all the US trip um, fees And an expensive three months because of all of this stuff combined. And keep in mind, this is happening in like the quietest months of the year usually. So, yeah, girl is on Struggle Street. But I'm just trying to stay positive. (laughs) There's just been a lot going on amongst all of this as well. So, I've been like super overwhelmed. And um, I've got a lot going on personally as well, which I won't really get into. But um, whenever this... Whenever I have a lot going on personally, I usually do just dive right into more work things, um, which temporarily is great and makes you feel like temporarily you're doing really well and you're fine and like, this is great, this is fine. Um, But the last week I've been like, this is not great, this is not fine. (laughs) This is a lot and I'm very overwhelmed. Um, so while it's been like nice to dive into work, there's been like a lot coming out of that. And I think creatively I'm starting to find my footing again. I'm doing a lot more test shoots. Um, like I think that's been really good for me. Um, but yeah, I've, I've definitely noticed that I tend to dive into work so I can like check out emotionally and just kind of keep the wheels turning so I'm trying to like not do that. Yesterday, I with everything going on and then the car things and then a bunch of other stuff, I was just like, I cried for like half the day. I think that's why I slept for 11 hours. I just had like the cryy headache. I was probably really dehydrated. And I was just like, I need the, I need to just zonk out. Um, but I, th- I feel like I just let it all out in one day. And now I'm like, okay, now that I can kind of readjust, balance these emotions out a little, I can continue on a normal pace. So that's the plan. I'm hoping it goes that way. We'll see. Um, But yes, what else was I going to say? Yeah, I kind of felt like everything is catching up to me and it's hit – it's all hit in this last week where I get I got to this point where I'm like, I don't trust the decisions I'm making. I don't trust my instincts anymore. I'm having like more emotional reactions to situations that I normally wouldn't. And um, I'm really just trying to like keep an eye on that and make sure that I'm not having these instinctive emotional reactions and I stay a little bit more logical, especially when it comes to work and things like that Um, I'm happy being emotional in my private life when I need to be but when it comes to work I'm trying not to let like emotions get into the way of how I work with you know teammates clients um, co-workers whatever all the rest 
Um, so yeah, like I said, I'm creating as much as possible. I, I'm sure I talked about all the pitching stuff on another podcast. Um, and I put all of this time into creating individual pitches for different brands that I would love to work with so much time. And I would be like finding the right contact, getting on LinkedIn, like doing all of the things. And I did not get one job from this. I had a few responses. The responses I got were genuinely positive. They were like, we do love your work, but like we've got someone in house or we're like, you know, we've got someone we work with regularly or this and that. Like there was always something that was like, we like appreciate the effort, but hard no. (laughs) So that really got me nowhere. And I felt like I wasted a lot of time. Um, so now I'm trying a different tactic where instead of spending all this time pitching and hoping that someone big, um, appreciates that or even not anyone big, because I was, I was pitching to like individual creators and stuff. I mean, individual business owners and stuff too. Um, now I'm just creating as much as possible and putting out new work as much as possible. And I know this is like back to basics kind of things. Like this is literally what you do when you start. And that's how you start. So like, why would it not continue to work? So I'm kind of annoyed that I stopped doing all of these test shoots and creativity things for myself at some point along the line. I just got caught up in with what everyone else wanted me to do, what I was getting paid to do. And now I'm really trying to focus on that side of things. I'm also just trying to really listen to my body. Like I said, I slept for 11 hours last night. And usually I'm always up at the same time every morning. I really don't let myself sleep in much. Like I know that consistent wake up and bedtimes for me are really important to feel my best. But in a day like that, I just needed it. And I knew I needed it. Um, You know, I took Jim off this morning. I'm just really trying to listen to what my body needs. Um, Speaking of Jim, I've got a new like split kind of thing that I'm doing I'm training for a half marathon in May which I've got like a time goal for that I'd really like to finish between one hour 50 and two hours Um, the first half marathon I ever did was like two hours one minute or something Um, given that was on a day where I was feeling pretty good I was with a good bunch of people who were running pretty fast Um, it was all flat it was a cool morning it wasn't windy like conditions were literally perfect So I'm hoping that I can, you know, cut that down by five or 10 minutes with all of the training Um, because I have been training for quite a while now and I'm doing four runs a week, which is equaling around 40 to 50K on average every week. Um, I did a little TikTok on this, but I'm using a Polar Watch, which I used when I was in Germany and it kind of just spits out a running program for you. I know it's probably not the best running program. Well, not probably. I know it's definitely not the best running program, but it's just nice to have something to follow. Um, So it's all heart rate targeted. And the first 11 weeks was just about getting Ks under your belt. So it did not worry about like what pace you were going at all. Um, The heart rate zones were quite low and it was just about getting your body used to running that far and that much in a week. Um, So now that my body's definitely used to that, I'm now in the second kind of block of it and it's picking up the pace more. Um, So I'm feeling really good. I'm also gymming um, three to four times a week on top of that, just depending on how I feel. And those are prioritizing strength days. 
So in Atatora, where I go to the gym, we have Monday, Wednesday, Friday are like strength-based and Tuesday, Thursday are more like high-intensity, more cows, more running, more like um, fast pace. So I'm not doing those at the moment just because I'm getting that with my running and I don't want to like push my body too much. Um, And then I'm trying to, on the strength days where I feel good, double up one. So like Monday, I did a lift and a run in the evening like lifted in the morning, ran in the evening, which for my body where I've built up my training is definitely manageable. Like it feels fine, feels good. Um, So I'm just kind of balancing that out like that, which feels really good at the moment. My back feels amazing. I did last two days ago on Wednesday, we did um, high volume deadlifts. So I did five rounds of 10 reps at 70 kilos which is the most I've done since I did my back in July and not only did it feel strong um, it felt like good in all the right places I didn't feel one tiny bit of anything negative and then the muscle soreness after was like that good muscle soreness it was like yes I've worked this in the right way and nothing's nothing's feeling how it shouldn't so I'm really excited about that keen to like keep building that strength while I do this run training I know I'm not going to be hitting any pbs anytime soon but I just don't care in fact I don't care about hitting a pb again for the rest of my life like I've I've hit those high pbs I got really strong last year um and like maybe I will maybe I will end up at the end of the day you know a year down the track or whatever getting some more PBs, but it's no longer like a huge priority of mine. I used to be so, put so much pressure on myself every single testing cycle when I was in Noosa to like do more and more and more. And I'd be really upset if I didn't get anything higher. Um, So now I'm just focusing on like general athleticism, staying fit, feeling my best. And if that comes with strength gains along the line in a year, two years, three years, whatever, cool. If not, cool. I still feel good. Um, what else? TikTok. I'm really trying to push TikTok at the moment. I've been doing on average three to 10 TikToks a day, which is bonkers, but like some of them are just, I mean, okay, 90% of them are just like bullshit, like random personality, random thoughts, like random little things. Um, and then trying to throw in more strategic work-based ones as I go. Um, at this point I'm just like, I'm not putting any parameters on it other than just post every day and see what happens. It's definitely growing. It's so much easier to grow on there than Instagram and it's a whole different audience. So I'm really keen to keep doing that this year. Challenge myself to like literally every day this year post um, and see what happens out of that. Uh, Wedding wise, I have 20 weddings booked in 2024 now, which is the most I've ever had. And they're at the increased pricing as well, which is really exciting. Well, most of them, because it obviously takes a six months to a year for these when the bookings are made to actually appear. Um, but a lot of those are definitely increased pricing and it's just encouraging and promising to see that that's coming because literally like three months ago, I was like, oh, I'd love to have like 20 to 30 weddings and I'm getting there. So that's really cool. Um, even just knowing that I'm going to have all of that content to use to push to new people coming up in the next, um, you know, a few months, October is crazy. I've got so many weddings in October, um, and so many in September that have requested the same dates. Um, so if you haven't, if you are planning a wedding and you haven't booked a vendor for 
end 2024 or start of 2025, I would get on it because there's just so much coming through. So that's really exciting. Super stoked with that. Um, Volando, things are really moving fast. We've got a new CEO. I'm not sure if I mentioned that. Um, And our team's growing a little bit more. We've got more help on the US side. So things are really moving and it's really exciting. Whereas before I kind of felt like we were always touch and go, always stand still, always waiting for something to happen. And now it's just like all systems go, which is really exciting. Um, if you don't know what Volando is, please go follow us at Volando Tequila on Instagram. We've got big things in the works. We've got big plans for this. And this is the year. Like everything we've been doing for the last three or four years I've been involved in this has been leading up to like this year. So there's really exciting things coming in. I would love if you could follow along that journey. Um, I'm going to do some recommendations. First one is the 505 podcast. Um, I've been listening to this for ages. They're creators based in the US. Um, mostly video guys, I think. Maybe they're photo too. Um, but they just have cool conversations, interesting conversations, um, and lots of tips and stuff. So I really like listening to them. Um, maths. <laughs> I've been loving maths. I really like the idea of having something like on consistently on regular TV that you can just tune in on um, rather than like finding something on Netflix. There's something about that live. And I actually love an ad break. I love an ad break. I can get up, I can get a water, I can get a tea. You know, you can, I just, I really like having something consistent like that. Um, It is bullshit TV, yes, but I love it. Okay, so leave me alone. Um, books. I'm currently reading, I've just finished Shuggy Bane and now I'm reading The Running Grave, which is the seventh, I think it's the seventh in the strike novel series. Um, these are by Robert Galbraith, but that's a pseudonym for JK Rowling. So my second favorite book series ever, the first being Harry Potter. The second is this strike novel series. They're about a private investigator they are so fucking good. If you haven't read these, please, please, please do it. They are so good. So good. So I'm only like a couple chapters in and the, the books are huge, just like the Harry Potter ones, but I'm really excited to get through that. Um, so that is my updates, my recommendations, my all of the things. And now I'm going to go through my 2023 goals and kind of see where we got to with them. Um, I think I was pretty ambitious with these. I was... And by pretty ambitious, I mean very ambitious. So let's kick off with the big one. Number one, average 30K months in business. I did not hit this. I was not even close. I mean, kind of close. I think I hit it a couple times. But on average, I think it was more around the 20 to 22 mark, which is still pretty good. Um, And that's gross, not net. Um. But yeah, I was was happy with how things were moving considering it was a year where I did kind of check out a little just because I had a lot of personal things going on. There were a lot of changes, you know, I moved cities. I, there was a lot happening. Um, I went to the US for a month, which I'm doing again. (laughs) So that literally takes a month out where I'm not making anything, um, but yeah, there were a lot of curveballs. I guess there always are every year. But last year felt like it was a really different year for me. Um, so I'm happy with where I got considering all of that. 
Um, the next one was get an av- average of three leads per day. Um, I got an average of one and a half leads a day. Again, considering that I wasn't really in it as much as I was the previous years, I'm pretty happy with that. Third one was take Thursdays off. Um, <laughs> I mean, I guess I kind of take Thursdays off now because I'm in the Volando office every Thursday. So I'm off on my business, but I'm just putting it into another, which is fine. But I also kind of, like, I realized I <laughs> I don't think I need to take a day off, a consistent day off every week if I enjoy what I'm doing. And I would rather let that day off be a little more random where I need it um, instead of being like every Thursday I'm off and then like my friends are all working. Like what's, you know, what's the point? Whereas I can be like, okay, this weekend I'm going to take off and do some fun things and then I come back into it. Or like this random Friday I'm going to take off and have like a day for me. I just prefer it a little more like random like that. Four, work out five times a week. Yes, easily done. (laughs) Tick, tick, tick. I think if there's anything that flourished in 2023, it was my health and fitness. Um, So while I did step back from work a little bit, I did put that time into my health and I definitely saw huge, huge results, benefits, everything from that. Um, And that's something that continues to be a non-negotiable for me. The next one was read 26 books. Um, I don't know if I got to 26. I definitely got to 20. Um, but I, I always forget to like write them down and then I give them away and then I just I don't, don't, don't know anymore. Um, so I should write them down more this year. But I'm, I'm pretty sure I got around 20, which I'm happy with as well. Next one is get 100 rejections. This was on the um, pitching thing that I was just talking about. Um I definitely got a lot of rejections. I don't know if I got 100 because I don't know if I actually pitched 100. Um, I don't think I would have. I probably did around 50 or 60. Um, So I think this year – I don't know if I've actually put this in this year's. Let's take a look. Um, I haven't, but I'm going to add this in. I think instead of rejections, I would like to do consistent test shoots. Oh, no, I did. I do have this in. Okay. Cool. All good. Um, yeah, I would love to do consistent test shoots instead of this um, rejections thing because even if the even if the shoot doesn't generate me a lead, at least I have content to use. Like there's whereas if I get rejected on a brand pitch or an individual pitch, like kind of there's no other benefit to that. If you know what I mean. Just my time's gone. Um, seven was get prints and puzzles stocked. We did get the puzzles stocked in a store in um, Noosa, in a couple stores in Noosa, so that's pretty cool. But I've really, again, stepping back from like work stuff a lot, I just didn't – I felt like I didn't have time to do anything to do with the prints. And the puzzles, I've been so slack on as well. <laughs> and my sister had like a – she's – co-owner of the puzzles she had a big year like she's got her son like they went to Italy they were both made redundant in their jobs um so it was like a lot going on for her and I I don't think she had the time to (laughs) she definitely didn't have the time to do this either 
Um, but it is like a passion project for us. Hopefully this year we can um, push it a little more. If you haven't seen it, they're called Peace Society Puzzles. And the first drop was all my photos. We're hoping to get graphic designers to do an next drop. Um, but we need to sell these first because um, we have not made m- monies. So please help. <laughs> um, the next one was sunrise or sunset photos two times a month. Not even close did I do this. I think I did it maybe twice. Um, yeah, very ambitious when I did that, when I when I wrote that. And also I'm not <laughs> – I would rather put that time into – test shoots creative shoots then sunrise sunset shoots anyway save 50k i would have done this if i didn't have to do all that fucking car stuff so let's not talk about it <laughs> fucking cars booking goals 30 weddings a year um again i got this would have been you know for 2024 because we're in 2023 um so i need 10 weddings to make that which is pretty close 35 commercial a year. I'm pretty sure I hit that. Um, so that's cool. And then I had like a, a kind of outline of monthly what I wanted to be doing, which is three weddings, three commercial full days, two commercial half days and two two-hour jobs. Um, I didn't do that. That's actually – that is quite a lot monthly. Um, but, again, I had big, big, big hopes for last year. Um I think I'm a little more open to being more fluid and understanding that with a job like mine, the work will ebb and flow. So like I said, October is like cooked for weddings. I think I've got six weddings in October, um, which means I probably won't take any commercial work, maybe one or two. Um, but because of that, I understand that like like February has been really quiet. January, January was really quiet. Uh, but that's just kind of how it goes. You need to accept those quiet months, work harder in the busier months, and they'll kind of even out. So they were my 2023 goals. Again, very ambitious, but I did, I did do pretty well, I reckon. 2024 goals. Here we go. Number one, health and fitness. Run a half marathon under two hours, like I've just said. I reckon I'll do that. And if I don't... Let's not talk about it. Um, two, pick a marathon for end of 2024 or start of 2025 and train towards this. That'll be fun. Um, and then this is one where I want to do every year. Do one full month of no alcohol, no press, no processed foods. So I'm doing that at the moment. I did have two days where I cheated. So one day I just had – I went out and I had a few drinks. But I didn't, like, eat badly. <laughs> as if that matters and then I just had like one nice dinner out at a restaurant but it was like a healthy restaurant um so I'm still keen to do one month of like fully none but leading up to my 30th birthday and going to the US I am trying to just be like really 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 strict on no alcohol no processed foods allowing those tiny 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 special occasions in between like I might have one more before I go very 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 limited I'm feeling really good by the way from doing that it's only been like two weeks I think and I definitely feel definitely feel a difference um work goals number one book an average of three weddings per month in 2025 
So I'm sorry, I'm bad at maths. Don't at me. That's 36 weddings. Um, so that would be that's a really good goal for 2025. Two niche interpersonal branding and book an average of one full branding package per month. Um, so I want to specifically dive into like fitness branding and athletic brands, which I think I spoke on last last episode. Um, but I just realized how much I love it. Like I'm a, I'm a sporty gal. I love my health and fitness. I love filming and creating that kind of stuff. I do love doing like the portraits, the pretty brands, you know, the swimsuits, the fashion, but the reality was I just wasn't getting those jobs. Um, so while I'll still test on it, I'll still share on it. Um, I think the sporting world is something that I really truly understand. I get, I love, and I think will have more longevity in it for me. Um, number four, increase album and print sales. So that's like to do with the weddings. Um, so I've, as I said, I changed over my gallery platform, which is, um, going to help a lot with automating these kind of systems. So, you know, people with a wedding gallery, the family photos, they can send the link to mom, mom can order a bunch of prints, um, the, the gallery system I have now is um, a bit expensive and hard to use with the with the album and print sale platform, which is why I think people just don't do it. And right now I design the albums, whereas in this, on this new site, they can click on whatever photos they want, create the album, and they're still really beautiful. So um, keen to see how that changes with the new platform. Number five, create a weekly workflow chart of all jobs and stick to it. Um, as I'm reading this, I don't know what the fuck that means. A weekly (laughs) workflow and chart of all jobs and stick to it. Am I dumb? How do I not know what this means? Let's maybe come back to that. Um, stay active on (laughs) all social media channels consistently um, that's like the TikTok stuff and the um, Instagram stuff. I've been trying to post. I was posting twice a day on my wedding account, every day on my personal account. Yesterday, I didn't post on Instagram because, again, crying half the day. Um, but I'm really trying. I still do my TikToks. I'm really trying to stay consistent no matter what. Um, <laughs> I'm crying. I'll still do it. And do three test shoots per month. That was the that was the one I changed from last year's rejections. Um, workflow and chart of all jobs. What does that mean? And stick to it. I literally have no idea what that means, but whatever. Maybe I'll have an epiphany one day. Finances, save 20K. (laughs) This could be still unrealistic with my luck with cars lately and everything else, but let's try. I think the most important thing is... Despite all of this, I'm still continuing my regular savings and regular investing um, transfer amounts. I do these fortnightly. And that was the next goal, continue investing fortnightly. Um, So as hard as everything is, those are my priorities to keep saving, keep investing. Um, I want to get more monthly quality time in um so like girls time you know like make sure that I have 
social and family and like date nights that fulfill me and keep connections strong. Um, since moving to Brisbane, I have like seen my friends like a lot more often. Um, but I still think I could make more of an effort to be like, hey, come over for dinner on like this night. You know, just do little things like that um, every month to keep those connections and like show those people that they mean something to me instead of just always waiting for them to invite me to something. And then other read 20 books, which is about what I did last year, so that's probably doable. Um, Yeah, so... That's my goals for this year. I still want to continue to keep the podcast going. I'm going to try and do one a week. Um, It is really hard when things get busy and I'm traveling and um, I'm trying to put so much effort into like securing jobs in times like this where I'm financially in the hole a bit and really putting pressure on myself to convert. Um, but amongst all that, I do want to keep this going. So, um, your support means a lot to me. If you've come this far, thank you so much for listening. Like even that just helps. Again, I don't get paid for this podcast. I just sit here in my boardroom and I talk shit and I share how I'm feeling and I just hope that, um, people are listening. Also, I was at the Australian Open and one of the players came up and said that they listened to my podcast. How crazy is that? You know who you are if you're listening. Thank you. Send me, send me a message if you're listening. <laughs> but yeah, that just made me really happy. Um, like I said, I sit here by myself at my table and I feel like no one's listening. So um, if you do listen to this, just like shoot me a message. And if you f- feel like you got something out of this, you enjoy it, absolutely anything, share to your story. Um, any little thing recommending to someone can um, make a big difference for me and if you know someone who's getting married just me plugging literally everything at the end of my own podcast if you know someone getting married um, send them to Jackley Weddings on Instagram and JackleyWeddings.com I would love to shoot their wedding Um, thank you again I love you guys so much I appreciate you so much and I hope you have a wonderful Friday if you're listening to this today or weekend if it's your weekend or if you're catching up in the new week I hope you have a wonderful week Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Bye-bye.